Oh, hey, what are you doing here? Good afternoon, traders. Hope you're having a fantastic day. I apologize for my tardiness. Um, I have been backtesting. Not the new upgrade. The Outlier 2.0 upgrade comes out. Uh, Mahesh, he's working real hard. I know he's like, he's on the struggle bus right now because he's got a lot that he's building right at the moment. Um, but he's like, uh, we had a meeting today and he's like, Chris, I promise I'm going to have this to you by next Tuesday. And I'm like, come on, Mahesh, I need this. Let's get going. I need to be like Scrooge McDuck swimming through my uh, gold coins. In fact, Scrooge McDuck is my spirit animal. So much so that I have a Scrooge McDuck swimming through his uh, gold coins Funko Pop sitting here on my desk. And I also have a Scrooge McDuck just doing his own thing, looking fancy right here on my desk as well. Yeah, Scrooge McDuck is my spirit animal. So I'm always, every chance I get, trying to make more dough. Hey, watch channel DE. Glad you're here. Uh, what I was backtesting was they were telling me about the... Trying to see how much I can show without showing my accounts. Because <laughs> I don't want to show you my accounts. Give me a second. Uh, Mahesh and Mark were sh telling, talking to me about the max view. And they were saying uh, to really be focusing in on a couple things. First, the behavioral heat map, which is one of my top things. I love using that. Rapid, que paso? Uh, the behavioral heat map down here. But they also said to focus in on the oscillator and where it's going. So I was backtesting some of that, but I was also backtesting some of my own theory. Uh, not theory, but um, what's the word I'm trying to say? My own practice, which is the um, layering in of market breadth and market trend, and the the sell and or the buy and sell signals with outlier as well. And what I found. Uh, which should come as no surprise, which is how I landed on the signal by the second half of the year. Uh, Cause I have, I have a whole year's worth of data uh, from all of last year. I had 60 trades last year. My overall net return was negative 5%, but that included 19 losers in a row. And I still managed to only be out 5% at the end of the year. The second half of the year, however, I put up 48 ish percent. I feel like that's what it was. And that was after I nailed down the strategy. So I know I'm very confident with my strategy here. Um, and I was doing some back testing today on that and, you know, trying to incorporate a few of the things that they were uh, asking as uh, asking that I incorporate as well with the. Um, with the oscillator and the heat map. Hey, Nathan, good to see you. So I was working on that just right now. But in a nutshell, here's what you need to know. And this is why I do what I do. Combining the market trend, so let's go to SPY, with the market breadth trend is the way. I mean, you put on your Mando helmet. Hold on. I have to do it. Shut up. I'm a nerd. 
I have to do it. This is the way, all right? You combine your market breadth with your market trend, and the two of them together give you powerful, powerful signals. So much so that if you're trading otherwise, you're asking for trouble. All right, enough said. Yes, I am very much that nerd. I, uh, I 3D printed that helmet. I'm pretty proud of that one. Uh, okay, so one thing that we've been experiencing and what you've probably been frustrated with is the fact that the market breadth and market trend have disconnected, right? Uh, throughout all of last year, on my trades, there, there was no disconnect. Right. I mean, there were times, right? There may have been a few weeks here and there, like between October 24th and November 7th. You see my screen? Yeah. October 24th and November 7th. So this time frame here. Twenty fourth to November. Oh yeah, this time frame right here, where the breadth popped up real quick before uh, the trend had a chance to. Little disconnects like that. Little disconnects. However, what we've been experiencing was a big disconnect, a huge disconnect. Uh, how long? December or January? My last trade was January eighth, so roughly about that point was when it finally crossed down, and I I threw in the towel for for a while. I mean, we've been disconnected here for a good nearly two entire months while the market is trending higher and market breadth is trending lower. And the last time we saw that was right before the huge collapse all through 2022. I'm not saying we're about to have a huge collapse. I'm not saying that at all. I don't know. I never know. I just put on trades of what I see. But this is why I've been sitting on the sidelines, right? And especially as you can see, we've been testing this 20 period moving average. One, two, three, four. Now, as of yesterday and today, this is the fifth test. The way that I look at it is I think we are very ripe for a correction, extremely ripe for a pullback. And yeah, I could have traded during this time, but that's risks that I'm not willing to take. That's my money. I'm not putting that out in the market unless I feel very convinced very assured that I am putting my money on in as low risk as possible. That doesn't mean there's zero risk, but I'm trying to eliminate market risk. And the where I'm looking at this right here is we're about to have that pullback. I literally call it the top. You can go back to February 12th. I said this could be the top. I literally call it that top. And I feel bad for those who are long right now, who aren't paying attention to this, uh, because they had very easy to see warnings. One, two, three, four, five times. Now, granted, I could be totally wrong and we're up to new highs tomorrow. I don't know, but I'm not feeling very bullish right here. In fact, we did get a sell signal on the SPY uh, yesterday. So even outliers saying, hey, um, if you're long this market, now's the time to sell to close. And this is one of the things that I learned uh, while trading this last year. 
which I figured out by the second half of the year and I felt so stupid I didn't see it beforehand. Sell to close signals versus sell to open signals. This is a sell to close signal, right? When you're at the at the tail end of a long bullish stretch right here, right? This is sell to close. This is not sell to open. Where the other end is true when you're trending down. Let's see if I can find one that's trending down. Here we go. MCK. This was part of the back testing I was doing earlier. You're in the middle of a downtrend and then you get a sell signal. That's a sell to open. Right. So even though we got that sell signal yesterday, that doesn't mean start going short the market. No, sir. No, ma'am. That is a sell to close here at the top. I was talking to Mark and Mahesh this morning and I started looking at because uh, I'll be doing a webinar this Friday talking about different signals. And I started pulling up these different ones. I don't know why I pulled that one up. Hang on. Was it NVIDIA? Oh, yeah. Look at that. The NVIDIA. Oh, man. I couldn't believe this when I saw it. The NVIDIA signals were outrageous. 1,400% returns. 1,471. Sell to close came on February 14th. That's not sell to uh, open. That's a sell to close, right? Close your long position. That was the top. Hey, Sebastian. Thanks, Nathan. I am... uh, 3D printing is my hobby. I love that. But uh, With also weightlifting and Boy Scouts and all that stuff too. But yeah, I love 3D printing. Um... It was literally the top. I could not, like we were chatting this morning, we were talking about NVIDIA, and I I went and pulled the data, and I'm like, holy crap, it was the top. And in fact, I remember in the discords, I feel like somebody was saying, This episode is brought to you by La Quinta by Wyndham. Your work can take you all over the place, like Texas. You've never been, but it's going to be great because you're staying at La Quinta by Wyndham. Their free bright side breakfast will give you energy for the day ahead. And after, you can unwind using their free high-speed Wi-Fi. Tonight, La Quinta. Tomorrow, you shine. Book your stay today at LQ.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Why are we getting a buy signal on NVIDIA? It's already made its run up. And that was on that day when we got the buy signal. It went up $207. Not once did it close below the 10-period moving average. If I were trading this just purely chart-based, I would have closed it on... It closed below the prior day's low, which I know there was one here. I would have closed it right there. Because that was the only time we saw a close below the prior day's low. But either way, tremendous signal. Huge signal came through. 39%, $207. It's below its 20-day moving average. And uh, I think a lot of people are un- unwinding this trade as fast as they possibly can, especially because it has earnings after the bell tonight. So I thought that was pretty sweet. And then Pan W, I don't know anything. Palo Alto Networks. Same here. It's down 28% today.
Signals, 225% returns. Sell on February 2nd, which was here. So you got in, you still managed to make 15 bucks, 4.5% on the stock from that buy to close. I'm sorry, from that buy to sell right here. And then it did go up a little bit higher and then totally uh, WWE Smackdown. Crazy. Over 100 bucks a share. 365 to 262 right now. So yeah. I... I'm so excited to trade this. But I am also growing frustrated with how long it's taking for these two to match up. So let's move into our market analysis and we'll chat on it. Welcome to the Outlier Trading Room. This is how to trade in only 10 minutes a day and exactly how to take the guesswork out of trading. Now, I am a partner with Outlier and this is my style of trading using Outlier. And unfortunately, most of y'all have not seen me place a single trade in a while. And that's okay, because I can sit on cash as long as it takes, right? Um, when things click, when it moves together, it's, I cannot guarantee you anything. So here's my preface. My experience has been money flows. Money, it's like an ATM. It's like, oh, yes, this is exactly what I want and need to see. And there's a lot of times where you sit and wait, sit and wait, sit and wait. And it doesn't mean you're going to win every trade. And that's one thing, too, is that even with the greatest plan in the world, with the greatest signals, with the world's best AI stock trading assistant, if you don't keep your risk in check, you're going to lose, right? So having a plan is the only way to stay aboard. I, I call this an unbreakable trading plan. I, I made a huge, I used to make a big deal about calling it the unbreakable trading plan. And, um, the the idea here is that when you put it on, you are holding yourself accountable because there is nobody in the world who's standing over your shoulder saying, hey, Nathan, hey, Rabbit, hey, Sebastian, hey, Donna, hey, Brian, hey, did I miss anybody else? You need to take the straight off now. There's nobody saying that. Uh, one of my all-time favorite books, highly, highly recommend you get it, is called Trading in the Zone. You can grab on Amazon, a couple of bucks. Uh, yeah, don't pay $65 for it. Get this book. Stop. Get this book. It talks, like, mainly... The whole thing here is that you've got to have a plan when you get in the market. Nobody, nobody is sitting there saying, you need to do this, you need to do that. Trading along with me is a huge step up, right? It's, it is a huge difference maker for a lot of people. And it was in my life as well. But that still doesn't guarantee you're going to make the right choices, right? I could say, I'm closing this today, and you could say, meh, I think I'll hold on to it for, for a couple extra bucks. And it doesn't work out. Or the opposite could be true. I could say, I'm going to put this trade on, and then it turns around and doesn't work. That's okay, too. That's part of trading. But the key here is that I've got a plan. You need to have a plan. And if your plan is to follow along with me, that's totally chill. But my plan always starts with the market. 
I let the market tell me which direction it's going. I'm trying to reduce my market risk as much as possible. And once I do, then I'll start looking at the outlier signals. And then I'll start taking a look at the relative strength of these, right? And then I'll start taking a look at the back tests. And then I'll start taking a look at liquidity. But I don't need to do any of that if we have too much market risk that I can't even go to step two. So 10 over the 20, price over the 50 on the S&P 500. Let's go back to that. We have the 10 over the 20, prices over the 50. We have two consecutive days closing under the 10 period, which we've not had since January. We'll see if it holds. The uh, direction of the 10 EMA, you can take a look at it right here. The direction of the blue line is starting to turn down. But as I've said, don't bet against this. We've got the 10 over the 20, price over the 50. The trend is still strong with this one. Next, the MMFI, same thing. 10 under the 20, prices under the 50. This is bearish to me. And I get it. I know you're bored. I know you want to see some trades put on, but why? Market risk has disconnected itself right now. Be chill. You can see exactly on this chart right here that it moves in waves, right? From April to August, August to November, <clears throat> November to January, January to February. It moves in waves, right? So while it feels like this has taken ages, I think what's going to happen is the spy is finally going to break. And we're going to see downtrends. Now, when we see those downtrends, they can be very fast. They can be very awesome. Some of my best trades last year were buying puts on, on stocks that were trending down. And maybe that's the case that'll happen this year. We'll see. But right now, hanging in cash. Hanging in cash as long as it takes. It's already been 17 minutes. I wanted to make this a quick one today. I am just jibber-jabbering too much. Let's go to our final thoughts. All right. This is a little bit off topic. I generally like to do some uh, mindset. I generally like to do trading psychology stuff, but I saw this and I'm like, oof, man, this just makes me more and more nervous by the day. The top 10% of stocks is now reflecting 75% of the entire market. This is by far the most concentrated stock market since the Great Depression. <laughs> and the dot-com bubble of 2001, concentration of the top 10 per stock, 10 Top 10% of stocks peaked at 72%. Even prior to the 2008 market financial crisis, concentration of the top 10% of stocks peaked at 66%. On average, the top 10% of stocks reflect 64% of the entire market. On average, and we're at 75% right now. Is a correction overdue? So market cap concentration is what we're looking at here. And it's not been higher than since 1929. That was the last time it was higher. Am I calling for a 1929 style crash? No. But when the market is going higher with fewer and fewer stocks pushing it higher, which is exactly what this chart says, I get less and less and less um, excited about it. 
I get less and less and less involved. And I sit on the sidelines and I wait. Wait for the market breadth to come back. Because when they push in the same direction, God, you haven't experienced yet. It, maybe you have. Maybe maybe you put on trades during one of these times and you're like, wow, that was easy. So we'll see. But either way, I, uh, I'm very bearish the market. I'm bearish the economy right now. And I'm not putting my money where my mouth is. Unless you can say putting my money in cash is where it, where it is, right? That is definitely one way to trade this market, especially with a lot of uncertainty right now. So that's what I'm doing. While I'm doing some back tests, you guys have a fantastic afternoon. Thanks for coming to today's uh, Outlier Trading Room. I'll see you tomorrow. Talk soon.